Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I will be your humble host. Serving Love is an exploration around some of the paths to show up and live as love and to be of service to something greater than ourselves. We will dive deep into topics such as sacred sex, God, goddess, spirituality, and an array of modalities in the world of personal growth. I feel so honored to have the privilege to share with you here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. Um, yeah, I've got a lot to say today, and so I'm dropping in for a solo episode, which I haven't done in a while. And so this might be a little all over the place, but uh, I've just had so many downloads recently, and uh, one of them was to share more. Um, yeah, I often will pray now, which is a miracle in and of itself growing up in a, um, going to a Catholic school. I, I just, yeah, had some trauma from that saying the word God or praying. And, um, thanks to my Al-Anon program, I have come to find a higher power of my own understanding and, so for me, prayer often brings me a lot of relief and surrender, and it gives me pause just knowing that I am not in control of everything going on around me all the time. So, so yeah, so I pray, and one of my my favorite places to do so is in the shower for whatever reason. I don't know when, why that happened, but... I love to like get on my knees and let the water just wash over me. Something about that feels really peaceful to me. It's like the water is just washing me clean of my worries. It just helps me to hand it over. So I was praying for clarity and guidance the other day. And something that came through is to share my magic, which is in my sharing and my writing and how I show up in the world and and to trust that what I have to say and offer is of worth. For so long, I didn't, I didn't share myself because I thought, who am I? You know, like, what do I know? And who could I help? And uh, it, it's been a long road to get to this place where I'm like, yeah, I have something to offer. I have something to teach. I have something to say. I have been practicing and learning on this spiritual path for over 12 years now and have done some incredibly deep trainings and I'm really learning to trust that I I have something to offer. So that was a message that came through and so here I am. And one of the other messages that came through that feels interesting for me. And I'm like, oh yeah, well this, this might be of service for others to hear this in their journey to calling in their life partner. I know there are a lot of people on this planet who deeply desire this. And I got this message to clear the decks and to stop filling in all these like spaces, these what I perceive to be empty spaces with 
men who are not fully aligned. I date men. So this is, you know, this is what I can speak to and what I know. This is my lived experience. But I just got this message from my higher power to, to let them go. And so that it feels like there's two parts to that. It's like, let them go. And then don't then go and fill in this empty space with more stuff. That's a tendency I have to, to let go of something and then immediately fill that space up. And so I'll speak to the letting go of one man in particular in a minute, but, um, it feels a little scary to have empty space and, but also feels right. And it feels good. It's like, Oh, with that space, I, all I need to do is enjoy just like enjoy my life, enjoy like beauty outside and nature and just allow myself to be nourished. Um, yeah. And then the letting go of this man, it feels like the, the last thread in holding on to men who are not available for the full thing that I want, which is committed monogamous life partnership with a man who desires to have a baby someday, build a family, who desires to be in deep practice with me and see and wants to be on a spiritual path together and and have practices that we share. And it's taken a lot for me to own that because in this personal development world that I've been a part of, and there's nothing wrong with this. So if this is your path, this is great, but it's just coming back to you. Like, what is my path and being right with my path? But in this, the world, especially around sacred sexuality, there's so many people who want to be poly and open and completely unattached and be totally free and I had this spiritual onus on myself for many years to try to force myself into being that. And I tried it and I feel clear it's not my karmically aligned path. And I, I had all of these ideas because what I've learned from the community around me is that this is how I took it on. Anyways, this is not what the community has told me. But what I've taken on is that if I don't want to be poly or open, that I'm not spiritually awakened or enlightened enough. Like if I can be free with my love and have an open heart with every man that comes my way, then that'll lead me to enlightenment. I mean, there's so many things that I've thought would lead me to enlightenment over the years, but I feel like as I get older, I get more clear on exactly who I am. And it's been this huge pendulum swing from diving deep into one taste and orgasmic meditation and really getting messy in that community to ISTA, which I love. And I love these teachings so much. And there's so much there for me. And I am choosing to take what I need and leave the rest. And now, and I've tried so many things crazy, wild, different ways of relating that feel so outside of the box of what our, you know, what our normal society tells us we're supposed to do. And I've come to this place where I just feel totally clear about what I want 
And um, I've really let go of the shame around naming exactly what it is that I want. Whew, and that's a big one. Feeling like it's okay for me to fully claim what I want. And I think for a long time, I didn't want to tell men that because I was so hungry for love that I was willing to settle for breadcrumbs or a style of relating that doesn't actually work for my nervous system. And so it feels really fucking good to be in this place where anything that isn't that I can say no to. And so this brings me to this experience that I just had this past week of letting go of this man that I love and adore and cherish. And it feels so fucking good to be with this man. Like when I'm in his arms, when he's kissing me, when we're making love, it's so deeply intimate and connected and beautiful. And from day one, he told me that he was open to the possibility of partnership someday, wasn't in a rush, and is just walking this earth, just doing what he's doing. And if that falls in his lap, then great. In the meantime, he's living his life and exploring relating. And and that's great, you know? Like, he is so allowed to have that. But where I stepped over my self and my desires as I could feel and what he was telling me the the un, that he's living in the unknown right and he's unsure of exactly what he wants and he is not clear on his desire right now and I'm not naming that as wrong I have no judgments about it but this is just where I skipped over my own heart, right? Because I was afraid to say, I want to date men who are clear that they are ready for a committed monogamous life partner. Because I felt like that's me. These are some of the thoughts that come up is that that's me asking for too much. Like, who am I to want that? You know, that feels so out of range to have a committed life partner who is on a spiritual path, one that's even similar to mine, who has the desire to be in practice with me. I, um, I've been studying with London Angel Winters and Justin Pierce for years, and I love their body of work called the Yoga of Intimacy. And there's a deep desire within me to call in a partner who wants to be in those practices specifically with me. And, and I feel like I have specific desires, right? Like someone who also works remote so we can live wherever we want. And I just could feel the parts of me that is like, Oh my God, I'm asking for too much. And I've been shamed for it before. Like, Oh, you're expecting perfection or you are asking for too much. And I've listened, you know, I've listened to people and this is where I give away my power. Here I am on a tangent, but that those are the places when other people are, that are telling us we're too much or, what we want isn't possible or, you know, it's like we actually need to like 
sure, we can take, you know, people who we love, we can take into account what they say and maybe try it on for a second, but ultimately we choose, right? Like we choose what works for us. So back to (laughs) the experience with this man, I, I said, okay, you know, I, I did tell him that I want a committed partnership, life partnership. And but then I also got on, I hopped on his ride a bit and I was like, okay, it's okay that you're unsure of where or who or what, or, you know, how that might happen because I liked him and I want love. And so I went along with it for probably the past almost four months. And Yeah. And it is, it it wasn't the right thing. And we kept going deeper and deeper and getting more intimate. Our love making was becoming more intimate. My heart was opening more deeply to this man. I was getting more attached to him, which by the way, I have no problem with this idea of attachment of healthy attachment. Like, of course, I think we're fed this idea that we're supposed to be okay and completely unattached. And I call bullshit on that. Um, I think that it's a beautiful thing to have attachment in a healthy way. Absolutely. And so we're going down this path and I'm feeling my heart, like just starting to feel unsafe. And still, I love this, this human, this man, I could see myself in a partnership with him at some point and my whole body was screaming no like Meredith don't go any further don't go deeper because because I can feel the truth that he's not ready and so I had to gather the courage which took a village thank you all of my sisters out there literally <laughs> took everybody in my village to support me in this decision and fuck, it was hard to, to tell this man, like, I cannot continue on this path with you in this form. And so we had a conversation about it. I cried my eyes out. It is not something I really wanted to do, but I knew I had to do it because I had that clear message to clear the decks that anything that is not in alignment with the fullness of what I want is just keeping me from having this thing that I want. And it's scary for me to let it go because there's this idea of lack, right? Like, well, maybe at some point he'll come along or if I let it go, then who else will will there be? Or the sex is so good and where am I going to get my hunger and desire met for deeply intimate, connected sex. Like, what am I going to do? Like all these fears around not having enough, not getting the thing I want, like by staying in that mindset is part of what is keeping me from having the thing that I want most. (laughs) We're so cute. Like the things that we humans do, right? We are like, especially people, I see this too in the personal development world of like, why, why am I not having the relationship be included in this story? Or why am I not getting the clients or, you know, and we have all of these 
like sneaky shadowy stories that we tell ourselves that, that actually keep us from having it. And so just getting super clear with my stories, owning them, shadow hunting, like looking at them lovingly, seeing where these stories want to protect me, keep me alive, right? At the core of so much of this is the fear of survival. Um, and, and then shifting my story, you know, to something different that actually supports me and shifting the way I relate to a way that actually supports me. So letting go of this beautiful man is, is part of that for me. It's actually me taking a step towards what I want. I prayed to the goddess to show me one step at a time. Like, what do I do? And I, when I sit and I meditate on that and I actually listen, like I give that answer space to reveal itself. I can hear the next right action. And for me, that's like a little voice that comes up and it feels really clear, right? Like to me, that's God. When I sit and I listen and I don't push, I don't pressure for an answer to come through because, you know, it's all in its own perfect timing. And I'm trusting, I'm like learning to trust even more deeply that when I hear that voice, that clarity, that is the right time to take the step, right? Like, a week earlier, it wouldn't have been the right time for me to break up with this man. You know, I, I broke up with him right, or we broke up, you know, in the perfect timing. And, and I learned so much from it. And, and it was so beautiful to just be so clear and right with my desire, my yearning, my longing that I, I didn't feel angry with him. I didn't feel angry with him for being who he is, for being where he's at. He did nothing wrong. It's just that our paths aren't aligning right at this time. And so it had to be one of the most beautiful breakups I've ever had because I could just, uh, and and this feels like a real testament to this work that I've done, but I could show up with love. Like I love for me, love for him. Like I love myself so fiercely. Like this was, whew, this was a real, like, I feel like a test of my self-love. How fiercely, madly, wildly in love can I be with myself? And showing up in this way for me, afterwards, I just feel so proud that I could stand up for myself in that way, that I can stand so fully for what I want. It feels huge. So I got to love myself and I got to love him and I got to ask for what I need. And I asked for space to allow for this relationship, right? I can feel my desire to be and a friendship with this man. And that's not right now. Like right now I need to take care of my heart in a way that works for me. And that means some space before we connect again. And I don't know how long that'll be. It it may be next week. It could be six months from now. It could be next year. Like, I don't know. And also getting really right with not knowing. 
I have the desire to be his friend, but I don't have to be, you know? So just such deep learning. And then the space that I've felt since letting go of this, this person is I could like feel where I was energetically leaking. And the second I did it, I could feel like the power just like, it was like my battery just filled right back up. I could feel my power. I could feel my pussy again. Like she was feeling kind of numb and I was like, well, why don't I really feel her? Usually I I can feel her after all of these years of practice of orgasmic meditation and putting my attention on her. Like I can often just feel my pussy and I have that level of connection where, you know, even to the point where I could be walking down the road and, and I could feel like go left, don't go right, you know, for whatever reason that would be. And I, and so to feel her come back online, I'm just like, yes, that is, that is the step in the right direction. And so now I want to speak to the space and the relief that I feel since doing this right thing for myself is I can feel myself back in my omega or what, you know, a lot of the polarity would call my feminine essence. I could feel my body soften and I can feel my heart relax. I can feel my pussy open. I can feel... Ah, like I am breath again, like I am being breathed. I can feel just the spaciousness and the joy come back to my being. And I can feel the truth of deeply desiring a partnership where I am, you know, 80%. I am the the feminine being and the partnership and I can own that and I can feel my desire and I can feel the clarity that I desire a partner who is shows up as you know most of the time alpha in our partnership and I can own that and to be in this place where I feel fully deserving of that and I can feel like it's a gift you know, me showing up with my open heart is a gift to a relationship. The way I show up is a gift, allowing a man to love me and care for me. Like that's a gift. And I was just having a conversation with a girlfriend about that, about how, um, oftentimes us feminine beings in a relationship where there is a more polarized, polarized situation where the, the, female identifying is is really identifying as omega and the male is mainly uh, identifying as alpha like we as women have this idea that a man showing up for us is like a burden right like I want too much and my feelings are too much and my expression is too much and I'm really finally getting that it's actually like a gift for a man to receive the like honor of getting to witness us and care for us in this way. Oh my goodness. And, and that I don't want to any longer give that gift away to a man who is not available to 
show up in the form of a committed partnership. And this is just me. I am, again, not claiming that this is right or wrong. This is my journey, my path, my my desire. And does it feel good to be this clear because now I feel like I can go about my business and enjoy my life fully. I can record a podcast because it brings me pleasure. I can show up to support a girlfriend because I feel clear and clean and I'm not like leaving space for my energy to leak out all over the place. And it just feels so good to be this right with myself, this right with my desire And another message that I received is that, um, for me, it's like the only thing for me to focus on now is my work and my feminine practices, like filling myself with pleasure and joy and turn on and tending to things that feel easeful for me, like letting go of forcing anything and sinking deeper into trust, like deepening my trust that I will have what I desire and letting go of the timing, trusting the timing, trusting the path there, trusting that if I veer off the path because I'm so imperfectly human, like let's be real. I probably will that I'll get back on it, you know, deepening that trust with myself that I will always come back to the truth of who I am and I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. And can I love myself there? Like this is my focus right now is loving myself in these places, being in my creative zone of genius, like working on my jewelry, connecting with the women in my life, nourishing friendships and just loving my life where it is right now, you know, moving forward, knowing what I want, working on my business, showing up here. This is what I need to be doing. And I got the download, like I'm not meant to be on dating apps. I, Again, nothing wrong with that at all. This is me and my path, but that's what I got. Like even take, like clear anything that is me being the pursuer or the hunter and allowing myself to be in the feminine receiving open, like holding that pose instead, which feels the most true to my being. And letting go of what any other teacher says or modality or, you know, it's like I can dive into teachings and glean so many incredible, no, like wisdom and, you know, learnings. But when it comes down to it, I know me best and I have to listen to my own heart and not what anybody else says. And that is the best way for me to live. And so I hope that what I say can inspire other people to not take my way as the way, but to look at 
your own path where what you want, there is nothing wrong with that, you know, and to listen to your higher power, whatever that may be, maybe it's nature, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, you know, whatever it is, some, some extraterrestrial being, like whatever that may be, let it be about you and your desire. And yeah, it has me feel grateful for the teachers who have helped guide me to what that is. Like, what is my desire? And I do feel a little wary of any teaching that tells me how I'm supposed to be, um, being a part of some cults in the past. Um, it, if we're like feeling lost, it can be easy to take what somebody else outside of us says as truth, as fact, because so many people fully believe like what they are teaching is the way. And I'm sure that does feel true for them because they've found solace in that they've found that it's worked for them. But again, just want to inspire and encourage people to find their own path. And my prayer for you is that you have teachers guides that help you to get back to your journey and your desires when you veer off of it. And I know that's the kind of teacher coach guide inspiration that I hope to be and ah, yeah just feeling deep gratitude um for being in this place of clarity and wanted to share that here with you and Maybe it was all over the place and just giving myself the permission to be completely and utterly imperfect. And if one person hears something that resonated with them from this, then for that, I'm grateful. And I love you all. I'm wishing you a beautiful day. And until next time, much love. Thank you for listening to Serving Love Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. You can find me on social media as Meredith Lynn. Until next time, I wish you lots of love.